All right, the Mark Jackson Show, presented by Stanford Hospital and Clinics, the official team physicians of the Golden State Warriors. To learn more, visit stanfordhospital.org. The Warriors are, well, they're off to their best start in, gosh, I have to do math here. That's terrible to ask me to do this this time. 20, 21 years, 91-92. Thank you, Tim. Was the last time the Warriors started this well, 19-10. and 10. And uh, twenty-one and eight was the record that year, and so that was the best, the best record since since then. And it's been resounding. Well, actually, there's two things. And as we welcome Mark Jackson, so Mark, it's not Tom Tolbert. This is not a basketball guy here. So I'm going to ask you some dumb questions. I hope you'll uh, happy holidays, by the way, and I hope you'll appreciate this. But. Well. But, Thanks for having me, and I'm not a basketball guy neither. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done you've done something that's for for anybody that cares about the game around here. Talk. How is this team playing defense? Well, you know, we we put forth the effort, and that was from day one. You know, we came in uh, right after the draft. We took our young guys and drilled, and we began our identity, uh, and then. The guys that we brought in as far as ownership and management, uh, toughness, professionals, uh, and then our veteran guys led by Steph Curry and David Lee. They were here the day after Labor Day and, once again, drilled, prepared. And this is not an accident. This is a team that's totally committed. They're locked in. They enjoy one another, and they play for one another. And when you when you get that, success comes. Yeah. As a coach, do you make it any sort of an ultimatum? And I don't mean you – know, but I'm talking about playing time. You know, I've seen coaches do that before. Basically, you'll play for me if you defend. Well, absolutely. I, I truly believe that you got to hold guys accountable. Uh, and if they don't defend, then you can't play. And the reason why is nothing personal. It's just I know what it takes to win in this league. Uh, I've seen teams win, and I understand that success comes by first defending. And if you're not going to defend and take pride, that doesn't mean you're going to lock guys down and people are not going to score on you. But we're going to get after. We're going to compete. We're going to defend. And and uh, when you do that, good things happen. And and it, you, you begin to hold each other accountable. And it's you know success follows. And I think right away having some success early on really showed guys just how special the year could be. Has anybody su- impressed you with how they've caught on? Has it, has it been contagious? And somebody who's really come on and said, "Oh, hey, I get it. This defense thing works." Well, not really impressed. I'm not surprised, but, you know, Steph Curry, like I said before, has been an elite defender, um, really getting after his multiple effort plays. And credit to David Lee, who never was known as a, as a defender anyway he's played, but both of those guys as my leaders, they've taken responsibility and they, they, they've, they've put forth the effort. And when you get that type of energy, effort, and enthusiasm from your best players, it's a trickle down effect and that mentality becomes contagious. Yeah, that's a great point, Mark. That's where I was wondering. Is it, it oftentimes can be a guy or two guys who were here for another reason is why they were drafted high or why they were there, but they're catching on to that. Now, does that does that trickle down? Other guys seeing that and feeding off it? Well, yes, and it, you know, it's it also helps having guys co-sign guys like Jared Jack, mm-hmm. Paul Landry, you know. So so and our young guys that that we drafted last year and this year, they're professionals. Uh, and we got a group of guys that really want to win. And they understand the successful teams in this league defend. And they also understand that we don't have the luxury of trying to outscore people. We're not going to win that way every single night. We've got to do it with, with consistent defense. And uh, they really brought in. And a lot of credit goes to those guys. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so the other element's the road, and that's obvious, and I, I'm sure you've talked about this before with Tom. But So let me ask you this. For as long as they've been playing basketball, the challenge is getting guys to stay on track on a long trip and to defend on a long trip. So you just had a really long trip a couple of weeks ago. How did that work for you? Well, there's some serious challenges with winning on the road and playing on the road, uh, whether it's a you know seven-game road trip or you know, a one-game road trip. These are good teams in their own building. And if you want to be successful in this league, you gotta, you gotta take care of business in your own building. And then you gotta compete on the road. And we've done a very good job of going out and treating these road games like they're business trips, individual business trips. And, uh, we've responded, we've competed, we've taken care of the basketball, and we've done exactly what teams need to do to win on the road. And it's been awfully impressive. And I think it's a direct result of how tight uh, knit a group we have and how unselfish they are on both sides of the basketball floor. They they play for each other and they support one another. All right, so you've talked about, and I want to get back to the road in a second, Mark, but that's a great point because you talked about Curry and Lee and your leaders taking the, the first step on defense. Has there been anybody who you've added this year that's been a glue that's helped make this even more of a tight-knit group? I think each individual guy that we have brought in here, whether it be you know, our, our number seven pick, our number 30 pick, our number 35 pick, whether it be Jared Jack in a trade, Carl Landry as a free agent, uh, Kent Bazemore as, as an undrafted, you know, player, um, all the guys that was here last year. Um, the difference is each guy really, uh, they're quality people and they love the game of basketball. The culture has changed because uh, some of the characters have changed, and we, we upgraded, upgraded not just in talent but also in professionalism and their passion for the game and their commitment to, to the task at hand. And uh, we, we have a special group, and I've been around the game a long time as a player, as an announcer, and now as a coach, and I've been around it as a fan, and I've never seen a group as tight-knit as this group. Did you, did you look at a guy like Jared Jack? Mark last year from the other bench and Carl Landry last year from the other bench and finger them and say, that's a guy I want? Well, when you try to think about what this team lacked, we lacked uh, uh, a, a, a veteran point guard backing up Steph Curry. Um, and Charles Jenkins did a great job for us. We asked him to do a lot as a rookie, substituting for Steph Curry because he wasn't 100%. And did a great job. And he, he, probably, he would have done a great job this year. But we needed an upgrade. We needed veteran leadership behind Steph Curry. And uh, uh, Ch- Charles Day will come. But in order for us to be a good team, we needed that. And we spotted it. You know, We knew it right away. And, and Jared Jackson, a guy that played very well against us the last game of the season. Carl Landry is a proven guy, scoring on the on the post. Uh, also, is his physical presence, playing with toughness. We knew what we needed to to enhance this basketball team and give credit to our ownership, to Bob Myers in our front office, did a great job of sprinkling the right guys around the unit that we had. Is it is it unusual anymore, Mark? For I mean, Jared Jackson is eighth year now, and you know he had a terrific season in the 45 games last year and he's apparently off to that same kind of play with your team is it unusual to see a guy getting better at this point eight years in i won't say he's getting you know i won't say he's getting better this is who jared jack is he's playing at a high level for us he's a guy that shows up early uh doesn't take days off puts in his work works his tail off uh works on his craft and uh he's tough and plays with an edge He, he he believes he belongs and he's not afraid to speak. So he's been a leader for us also. 
Um, I, I just think sometimes you can take guys like that for granted, what they bring to the table. You can throw it aside because he's playing alongside of a Chris Paul or a, a Steph Curry. You may say, well, we don't really need what he brings because we have home run hitters at that position. And what he does, he, he just compliments guys and he makes guys better and he finds a way to get on the floor. Yeah, that, that's why I asked you that first question, Coach, because that's a great phrase you compliment, right? And, and that's why I should, so let's go to Carl Landry. Did you look at him and say comp, a guy that can really compliment what we have? Yes, and one of the things we needed, you know, last year we we actually milked everything out of David Lee. Um, he carried us, you know, with Steph being injured. David Lee had to be the guy on both sides of the basketball. He played until basically, you know, he felt like something was wrong with him, and he wound up having surgery, and he was right. People thought it was tanking, but uh, the guy gave us everything he had, and I think that – People don't realize what took place last year. Steph Curry was around, even though injured. He tried when he was hurt. He sacrificed and, and put his career on the line uh, when he could have said, no, I want to make sure because this is a money career, money year for me. David Lee, uh, when he already had a big contract. He didn't have to play. He could have said, well, this, this year means nothing. These guys laid the foundation for, for what's taking place this year. And, and Carl Landry is a guy that we realized we had to take some pressure off of David being the, the one guy that carried us on the block. And we needed a guy that would give us a luxury that could play alongside of him and also at times carry our offense. And he's done that. Mark Jackson show here on KNBR. A couple of minutes left, Mark. So let me ask you this. For a long time around here, there was a feeling while you were – playing elsewhere and, and, and broadcasting elsewhere that the Warriors didn't get respect because they weren't a winning team. Do you sense that changing at all? Well, I certainly do. And with all due respect, the way to get respect in this league is to win ball games. Um, uh, people can complain, but you, know, you, didn't der- you didn't deserve respect if you don't win ball games. That's, that's not just the Warriors. That's any team in this league. Um, demand respect. Demand national you know, television games by winning ball games, and they'll be forced to put you on. Um, our job is not to get caught up into that. Our job is to continue to play hard, continue to play our brand of basketball, and, and, and the spotlight, the respect, and everything that comes with it will follow. Do you sense it, Mark, from other teams, even officials? Because that's always been a conversation in this league. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You talk to officials after games or during games, and they're complimenting how our guys conduct themselves. They're complimenting how hard we play. They're complimenting how much of a joy it is, you know, watching this group. Um, when you talk to opposing teams, uh, players on teams, whether it's Steve Nash after uh, Laker win against us, complimenting our guys and the spirit that we play with. Uh, you talk to, you listen to the comments by Jamal Tinsley or Al Jefferson or Paul Millsap last night after our win. They talk about how we play together and it's, you know, it's great to see. Um, it's no mistake. You talk to opposing coaches. They recognize it. And our job is not to fall in love with it, enjoy the compliments, but at the same time, be prepared to keep it going. Tomorrow night, your 30th game already this year. The Sixers will be at, uh, at Oakland tomorrow night and then Boston on Saturday night. So now, do you break the schedule up into chunks at all, any, any segments that you do, and what do you want to see your team now do over the next segment, whatever number that is? You know, as a player, with the you know the, the good or great teams that I played on, um, I would find myself and we would find ourselves breaking up the schedule into chunks, five game chunks, 
or a month at a time and figure out, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what we should do. As a coach, um, I don't know if it'll ever change, but you know what I've done is, uh, and I think it's important for us to take one game at a time. I, I only look to tomorrow night. Last night we took care of business. It's important for us. We're not good enough to look in chunks. We're not look, good enough to look a month at a time. Let's look at the Philadelphia 76ers, understand the difficult task that it is to beat them, the problems that they present, and then let's make sure that we're prepared and take care of business, and then we'll move on. Mark Jackson, thank you. It's a pleasure getting a chance to talk to you. Congratulations on the terrific first 30 games of the season, and after this weekend, enjoy the new year. Thank you so much. Happy New Year to you also. That is the Mark Jackson Show, once again presented by Stanford Hospital and Clinics, the official team physicians of the Golden State Warriors. To learn more, visit Stanford Hospital.